Hey everybody, this is Terry McLeish from QuaternixCorner.com, and this is the Quaternix Corner Podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you in your journey with Quaternix Quail. In this episode, we'll be talking about setting up your incubator and hatching your first set of Quaternix Quail eggs. Probably the most nerve-wracking time you'll experience with quail is the first time that you set and hatch eggs. Now, while it only takes 17 or 18 days to incubate and hatch Caternix quail, <laughs> this can be the longest two and a half weeks of your life, especially for the first-timers. Uh, actually, quail chicks are very simple, and it seems like the less you do, the better results you'll have. But there are a few things that you can do to make the hatch go a bit smoother and give you better results. Um, everyone seems to have their own preferred method of incubating and hatching eggs, but I want to share with you what works well for me and hopefully, you know, give you guys some ideas for your hatching program. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is the incubator. Uh, you're going to want to get it set up properly and calibrated prior to setting your first uh, batch of eggs. Uh, your temperature needs to be between 99.5 and 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, most incubators have a thermometer built into it, um, but you want to make sure that it's accurate. Um, and what you're going to want to do is check the temps inside the incubator using a calibrated thermometer. Uh, that way, if they're off a little bit, you can adjust your regulator to reflect what the actual temperature is inside the, the incubator itself. So what you want to do is run your incubator for, you know, 24 to 48 hours, let it stabilize, and you want to do all this before setting your eggs. You want to make sure that you know your temperatures are right, um, your humidity is right, um, long before you ever set that first batch of eggs. So humidity is another important factor that can affect, you know, your hatch. Uh, too high during incubation can actually cause a chick to drown or suffocate inside the egg. Uh, I do what's known as a dry hatch, which basically means not adding water to the incubator during the incubation period. And then when you put the uh, eggs into lockdown, you'll bump that humidity up to around 60%. But depending on your location and the relative humidity where you live, you may have to adjust the amount of, of water that you put in the incubator uh, during incubation and also during lockdown. Um, so while your incubator is stabilizing, this is a really good time to allow your eggs a rest period of, say, 24 to 36 hours prior to placing them in the incubator. And this is especially important on shipped eggs uh, because shipped eggs can be subject to rough handling and it can definitely affect the hatchability of the egg. Um, what happens is the eggs get bounced around in shipping and the air cell which is located on the fat end of the egg, can actually become detached and be floating around inside the egg. So what you want to do is give them a, uh, a short rest period, uh, which can help the air cell to reorient and hopefully reattach. But once rested, the eggs can be placed into the egg turners if you're going to be using them. And I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, and then place the egg turners into your incubator. Some people will actually stabilize their eggs inside the incubator. And basically, they just uh, place the eggs in the turners right when they get the eggs, place the turners inside the incubator, and then just not plug the turners in for 24 hours. 
the benefit of that is you're actually 24 hours ahead on your incubation time, so it saves you one day of uh, incubation. Uh, obviously, uh, resting isn't as important for you know eggs that were picked up local or eggs that were from your own flock because they were most likely not subject to all the bouncing around that shipped eggs experience. So I want to talk a little bit about turners. There is a growing consensus that turners are not necessarily needed uh, when hatching Caternix eggs and that uh, not using them will affect your hatch rate. I do use turners. Uh, I have tested several batches uh, using turners and not using turners. And for the most part, my hatches were all comparable. But I do recommend that you use a turner if you have them. Um, I pretty much always do. Um, but I just want to let you know that you can hatch out chicks without one. Next thing is make sure that you mark your calendar or better yet, write down the day that you set the eggs um, and the day that they are to be put into lockdown, which is generally around day 14. Uh, what I do is I write down the lockdown date on a piece of masking tape and I'll tape that right to the front of my incubator. That way, every time I walk past the incubator, I see the date that they are that they need to be removed uh, from the turners and placed into their hatching trays. Another good thing to do uh, prior to going into lockdown is candle your eggs. Um, this way, you can uh, remove the eggs that did not develop. Um, as far as for candlers, uh, there are commercial candlers available. I have couple different models. I, I tend to like the Incubrite. Um, that one works really well. Um, but if you don't have a candler, you can use the, the light on your cell phone, the little flashlight on your cell phone. That works just as well. You just place the large end of the egg up next to the light. And if there is development in the egg, the air cell, which is on the fat end of the egg, will illuminate or glow, but leaving the rest of the egg dark. Uh, if the entire egg grows or glows, it usually means that the egg was infertile um, or development stopped early on. So those are the eggs that you can you can pull out and not put into lockdown uh, because candling is good to help determine the number of good eggs that went into lockdown. And it can also prevent any eggs that have died and spoiled from exploding inside your incubator, leaving a, a smelly, smelly mess for you to clean up. And, and you don't want that that excess bacteria inside your your incubator. So what is lockdown? Lockdown is basically just uh, that period of time where you take the eggs from your turners and place them in a hatching tray or on a hatching grate if your incubator has one. Uh, they're laid on their side and then raising the humidity to around 60 or 65 percent and leaving them alone till they hatch. Uh, by placing the eggs on their sides, this helps the chicks to get correctly oriented inside the eggs, which, you know, aids in hatching. Uh, the head's going to be positioned underneath the left wing of the chick and oriented towards the fat end or the larger end of the egg, um, which just helps prepare the chick for breaking that inner membrane into the air cell. Another thing during lockdown, uh, you don't want to open your incubator at all, especially if you've noticed any type of activity in the incubator, like, you know, pipped eggs or eggs that have started to unzip. Um, opening the incubator door can, you know, seriously affect your humidity levels and can actually affect the, 
the hatchability of eggs. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about um, raising humidity for lockdown. Some people seem to have an issue uh, with this, getting the humidity levels to the proper uh, zone or range. Uh, like I said earlier, I like it to be between 60 and 65%. Um, inside your incubator, you have uh, water reservoirs that can water can be added to to help raise the humidity. But the thing I want you to remember, it's not the amount of water that you add to the incubator uh, as much as it is the surface area of water. The larger surface area of water you have, the higher the humidity is going to be. If you do run into some issues with raising humidity, you can always add sponges. Um, you stand a sponge up on end in your uh, water reservoir. The sponge will wick up water and uh, that gives you a little bit more surface area and helps to raise the humidity levels. And also by closing uh, any uh, vents on the incubator, that will help uh, raise humidity levels also. If you only have a couple vents on your incubator, you want to leave you know one or two of them open because you do need fresh air circulating in and around the incubator. So if the conditions are right, the eggs should start to hatch around day 17 and continue up to around day 19 or 20. Uh, if you get early hatches, say on day 15 or 16, it most likely means that your incubator was too warm and the chicks just developed a little bit too quickly. Uh, and on the other hand, if your hatch goes long, like day 21 or 22, conditions in the incubator were a little bit too cold. Uh, so this is why it's so important to calibrate the incubator prior to setting your eggs. So during the hatch, what happens is the chick will do what's known as an internal pip uh, by breaking the inner membrane into the air cell. And this is when the chick actually breathes oxygen for the first time. Uh, once that happens, it's usually a short time before the chick will chip a hole through the shell of the egg. And this is known as pipping. And a lot of chicks will actually take a little bit of a break after they've externally pipped. And that's because it takes a lot of, you know, uh, expended energy on the chick's part to, you know, first chip into the, or pip into the inner membrane and then to uh, chip a hole in the egg to where they could breathe outside air. So a lot of times you'll see just their beak sticking out of that, that first little hole that they pipped and they may rest in that you know, position for up to 24 hours before they start to unzip the egg and actually escape from the shell. So it's important not to get the urge to try to help the chick out of the, the egg. Uh, even if the, you know, the chick pips and unzips, they may take another break and rest up for another, you know, eight, 10 hours before they actually pop out of the egg. So this is mother nature's way of weeding out the weak and the otherwise unhealthy chicks. It's also very important to leave the chicks inside the incubator until they're fully dry and fluffy before you move them to your brooder. Uh, the chicks have absorbed uh, the yolk sacs and they have plenty of nutrition for up to 24 hours or more. So you really don't need to worry about them. Uh, also, you don't want to open your incubator if you notice that some of the chicks have pipped but not yet hatched out because they can actually get stuck inside the egg uh, if that inner membrane dries out and shrink wrapping around the trip, the chick trapping them inside the egg. But usually the bulk of your eggs will hatch within a 24 hours of each other and the chicks will be ready to move to the brooder about the same time. 
So you'll want to do this quickly, especially if you have unhatched eggs or chicks that are, you know, still a little bit too wet. Uh, you'll want to leave them in the incubator until they have hatched out of the eggs or have fully dried. Uh, usually eggs that have not hatched after day 21 or 22 probably won't hatch, uh, but it's always a good idea to open any remaining eggs to see at what stage of development the embryo died or if the egg developed at all. Uh, this can help you determine uh, if the egg was fertilized or if something went wrong you know, during the hatch. Uh, and it can also help you out on your next hatch um, by correcting any issues that you may have had. So once you've moved all your chicks out of the incubator into the brooder, it's a good time to clean up your incubator and disinfect it for the next hatch. Next week, we're going to be talking all about brooders, uh, how to set one up, how to provide a safe and secure environment for your new chicks. So I want to thank you for joining me today, and I invite you back again next week for another exciting look into keeping these amazing birds. Be sure to check out the Turnix Corner community website at turnixcorner.com. Uh, which includes a library of educational material, a marketplace, and a community of like-minded people willing to help you in your journey with the Turnix Quail. We'll see you next week, and thanks for listening.